The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now offering a weekend basketball bonus. Place four $50 basketball bets, and regardless of the outcome, you'll get a $50 free bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with just one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talon jenkins joined with our host we are ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen how the hell are we doing today oh not, not doing too bad i had a rainy day here in philadelphia kind of matching my uh the, the mood over, over last night kind of some weird hockey games there had, had some comebacks some stuff like that but yeah excited to get into this uh 13 game slate huge slate for thursday well i just watched uh psg throw a uh, two goal lead against Real Madrid to lose 3-2 uh, in the ties there. So that that pissed me off. The useless French fucked me again. Um, <laughs> so that sucks, but I'm ready to get into some hockey for tomorrow. All right. Before we get going into the hockey here, uh, everybody go check out the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. Uh, that's the place to be, man. March Madness, the Players Golf Tournament coming up starting tomorrow. Uh, NHL news. What else? NBA is going on. Fucking, I don't know. What's that other uh, thing we talk about all the time uh, where they fight, the people fight each other, UFC, whatever they call that stuff. <laughs> Go find your information for all MMA. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, all the Jasmine. They got tons of cool stuff. Go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. All the information you need. Win some money, man. And some sports you might not totally uh, be always down with uh, as well. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel, especially the hockey channel. Uh, yeah, man, if you're not in the Slack, get your ass in the Slack group. Uh, it's an absolute blast. Place has been popping off lately, especially last night. There was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, shout out to all of our familiar faces in there as well. All a couple of new folks jumping in, man. It's always good to see. So, uh, like I said, if you're not in the Slack group, get your ass in the Slack group. Yeah, excited to see some new faces in there. I got some other DJs placing some uh, period bets there, so love to see that. And I realize we don't we don't actually advertise how to get to the Slack too often because we had a DM after last show. So you just go to sg.pn slash Slack. takes you right there. You can go to the website. There's a Slack tab. Or you can just reach out to myself, Talon, or the Hockey Gaming Podcast Twitter account at HockeySGPN, and we'll point you in the right direction. And uh, make sure you follow that account on Twitter if you do have a Twitter, unlike Joel, at HockeySGPN, <laughs> tweeting out some graphics, some some clips, stuff like that. It's having some fun stuff. And make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review for the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Uh, on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. And for Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. And uh, let us know what you think. 
Beautiful. And worth noting too, guys, like the Slack group, it, it's free, man. It doesn't cost you anything, you know, just yeah. join. We're, we're not going to charge you for that. It's all good. Just come in, say hello, join the community and have some fun, man. Uh, all right, boys. With that being said, we'll jump into our last show's Mortal Locks and discussions. Uh, I'll kick us off here, boys. My lock, uh, my lock missed on me here. I had Calgary, Moneyline versus Washington, a minus 140. Uh, I think it was 3-3 going into the third period. Uh, Calgary actually scored like five minutes into the third. I'm like, okay, fuck, this is looking good. I'm going to turn my laptop off, which I was watching it on, and go to bed because I had to work in the morning. Well, I woke up and I saw that Washington scored three unanswered goals after that and ended up winning the game by 1-5-4, so that kind of, or 6-5, so that kind of sucks. Uh, missed my lock, but my dog did hit. Boys, what did I say? What What's better with a cup with a nice pound of wings? You know, if you go out, it's a cup of fucking vag milk, all right? An Arizona money line hit, but Detroit plus 150. They crushed them too. What was it, a 9-1 final or something stupid like that? Absolutely unreal. Desert dogs came through. What did I say too? Detroit's like the, the desert of cities. It sucks. So Arizona kicked ass. Uh, for my total, I had Dallas-Nashville under uh, 5.5, paying off minus 105. Uh, it was a 1-1 game with about five minutes left, and Nashville actually scored with, I think, like a minute and a half left or something to get me the win there. So not only did they win, also hit the under at 5.5. So uh, two for three, we'll take that. Uh, for me, I uh, had the Penguins as my lock, minus 105. That was a good value play there against the Panthers on a back-to-back. Penguins actually ended up being underdogs before puck drop. Unfortunately, could not get the win there. 4-3, close game. Uh, for my dog, I, I was counting on Igor Shosturkin to start, but my uh, eye was getting gory. Once I saw <laughs> once I saw uh, he was not starting, I was already feeling bad about it, and like the line jumped completely in the wild direction, which is understandable. And it was all Minnesota that game. 5-2. Rangers came back to tie it up in the second and just three unanswered. My total, Avs, Devils, under six. The Devils scored five and a 5-3 win, so not even close there. Hoping to get back on track tonight. I think I'm uh, 0 for 2 in the last uh, three podcasts where I locked up uh, the opponent of Talon's dog. Uh, the Red Wings were my team there, and they got crushed by the Coyotes. 9-2, okay? Give them the credit there. It was 9-2, not 9-1. Um, <laughs> my dog, unfortunately, I let Ryan talk me out of it. I had the Sands plus 240, but switched at the last moment, and that's never a good thing to do. Uh, you're just spitting in the face of the gambling gods, so I went with the Lightning minus one and a half. Plus 145, they lost the game outright to the uh, the Jets there. Uh, fun game, though. Uh, my total was the, <laughs> the Kraken over two and a half, plus 115 against the Leafs. That was an easy one. Uh, they cashed that halfway through the second already, I think. And... Uh, yeah, that that's uh, that's a cash cow for me lately. Just uh, keep fading those leaf goalies. Um, you know what? This was actually looking like possibly worst worst day of the season so far. I had a lot of bets on Tuesday, but thankfully those Sands held on against the Blues and won that game. And uh, the Washington Vultures beat up those uh, those Flames. They picked them off those uh, carrion pigeons. All right, to finish off the day, I was uh, up uh, 0.45 units. Ryan was down four units. Joel was down uh, minus 1.85 units. So we're uh, we're making a bit of progress here, man. Ryan has one more big or one or two more big days in him. He's right back in the mix here, and uh, we're a bit tighter than we were a couple weeks ago, gentlemen. Uh, All right, moving down to NHL news and discussion topics. Truth be told, not a lot has happened since last time we spoke, but there's been a couple things worth noting here. 
Uh, Washington Capital star Alexander Ovechkin ties Yermir Yager on the all-time goal list at 766. Uh, oh, burp. Uh, guy had two goals last game. Uh, he's currently 128 goals shy of uh, Gretzky's record, which is 894. Uh, keep in mind, Gretzky did do that in the 80s when people were scoring fucking 70 goals a season, for Christ's sakes. So it's still pretty crazy to see what Ovi's doing in the modern era here. Yeah, it's great to see him still putting up goals here. I mean, this is a great season for him, 36 goals. He's he's had two shortened seasons due to, due to COVID and lockouts and whatnot. So it's it's good to see him still still producing. He's now only uh, 35 behind Gordie Howe for second. He could probably get there next season. And then in two or three years, get, get up to Gretzky there. So, yeah, Ovi's just going to keep scoring goals. Right, and he's doing it in a period where it's harder to score than uh, than ever. Certainly harder than when Gretzky was doing it. Uh, of course, not taking anything away from the great one, but it just shows how much more impressive uh, Yager is as a pure goal scorer. And uh, yeah, I hope he actually does get there to 8.95. Yeah, it'd be good to see, man. That's for sure. Uh, if he if he's like close, if he's like one one goal away from it, we're gonna have to like live stream every Ovi game <laughs> until he hits it, and we'll just fucking get hammered and go nuts. Uh, um, moving down the list here, uh, some news coming out of Seattle. This one caught me a little bit off guard here, but a uh, forward Jared McCann signs a five year, $25 million extension with the Kraken with an AAV of $5 million. Uh, boys, I, like Seattle's been shit this year. They must be treating their players well on the inside. Who knows? Right. Cause the, <laughs> you get a guy like McCann that realistically, he's not the worst player. He could have went tested free agency and signed anywhere else, you know, but, uh, for Seattle to kind of keep him around for another five years, that's a pretty big deal. You had to get that shot in at the uh, Golden Knights there of not treating their <laughs> players well. I mean, yeah, I mean, good, good for McCann. He's, he's been a, a surprising player, but there for, for, for Seattle, he was okay. With the Penguins as a depth guy at 30, 30 points last season, already has 33 this season and a few more games. But, yeah, he'll be one of the guys that kind of Seattle has, has to build around as they use their assets to build their build their team. The guy was a leaf for like 10 minutes, but he still makes his way onto uh, Talon's Fuck news list here. <laughs> There's nothing else to talk about, all right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> exactly. I got nothing else to say. He's, he's, he's been a good player for Seattle. Hopefully he sticks around with them for the full five years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty sad state of affairs when he's one of your best goal scorers playing on your first line. So I guess that's why maybe this this contract is a little inflated, I think. But uh, whatever. Hopefully he plays into it. He's an ex-Canuck, too. Well, there you go, buddy. He uh, he feeds both our parties here. Uh, all right, moving on. Last thing we got. It was a pretty cool scene uh, with the Arizona Coyotes in Detroit uh, last night. Here, obviously, they beat them nine two. That is nine two. You are right, Joel. Uh, but Phil Kessel, man. So for uh, for some context here, Phil Kessel is currently second in the history for uh, longest Iron NHL Ironman streak. It means consecutive games played. He's currently sitting at 956 behind Keith Yandel, who's at 978. Both players are still actively playing in the NHL. Phil Kessel's wife is pregnant as shit. Girl is big. She looks great. Don't get me wrong, but like she's ready to pop. And sure enough, she was in labor. What does Phil Kessel do? Fucking guy flies to Detroit, plays a single shift, and I'll give Arizona's organization some credit here. They booked a private charter for Phil Kessel to play one shift, get off the ice, keep the streak going, and then fly back to Arizona to be there for the birth of his uh, child. Pretty sick move last night. We didn't even notice it happened until Elliot Friedman posted about it. That's uh, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, d- definitely cool to see. He, he is third right now. Doug Jarvis is still ahead of him at 964. But Kessel will catch him this season, barring something happening. Yeah, there were some uh, Flyers fans saying that that's what they should do with Keith Yandel every game, just have him play one shift, uh, head off the <laughs> ice, because that would probably be more helpful than him actually being on the ice. Yeah, I mean, Phil Kessel is, and Keith Yandel, but both great guys, good to see them have longevity in, in their uh, careers here. Kessel, that's a cool story. I mean, he plays a shift. He goes goes home to have a kid. It's 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 great to see. It's good to see the Arizona Coyotes, even though they're not doing well, being able to treat him like that. Yeah, when I made the wings, the wings my lock. I did not uh, see this angle coming. Uh, probably why they lost. The whole team got the dad bump. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good for him. Um, you like to see it. That uh, that flight home though from Detroit to Arizona has to be worth more than Arizona's arena next year though, don't you think? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, boys, that covers our NHL news. Uh, we get, Ryan touched on it earlier. We got thirteen fucking games coming up tomorrow on Thursday, uh, Thursday March tenth. Boys, are you ready to go here or what? Oh yeah! All right, Kool Aid man, let's jump right into it here. First game on the docket is seven p.m. We got the Arizona Coyotes at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Uh, Arizona money lines paying off plus 320. Toronto money lines paying off minus 425. Uh, Toronto on the puck lines paying off minus 165. Over under sitting at 6.5. Over paying off minus 125. The under minus 105. Holy shit, that was a lot of fives. Uh, all right, we'll jump into this, boys. I'll kick us off here. Leafs, Leafs, Leafs. Give me Leafs team total. Austin Matthews has been on fire here. Just hit the 40-goal marker last uh, night. Not only did he get 40 goals, guy got a hat trick, so he's sitting at 43. Love Leafs team total. Austin Matthews always plays well against Arizona. It's where he's from, so give me Austin Matthews anytime goal scorer. Uh, yeah, I'll take Leafs puck line as well. Obviously, Arizona, you know, yeah, they played good against Detroit. Well, fuck tr- Detroit. They suck. And uh, obviously, it's a Leaf game. Take the over 6.5 at minus 125 here. Arizona has been playing well. I mean, they scored nine in Detroit, eight against Ottawa. They beat Colorado 2-1. They beat the Leafs earlier this season 2-1 with our, our good friend Vag Milk in net. So a plus 320 or or could get higher by puck trap probably. That, that's worth a flyer there, a plus 320. But, I mean, you said it. T- take the over. It's a Leafs game. Uh, Arizona scoring, Toronto scoring and giving up goals. Over 6.5, one, minus 125. It'll get to 7. I'd still be comfortable taking over 7 at around minus 110. I said it in our early segment. Uh, the Leafs, they can't defend, they can't goaltend. So my best look here would be, uh, again, the Coyotes team total over two and a half. Oh, fuck. I saw a fucking mouse run across my floor. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 um, guess I'll need some Coyotes to do some cleanup around here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going over two and a half. Coyotes team total. It's a plus money, so... Uh, that's even better. I mean, they've scored 17 goals in the last two games, so why not a third? And it's not like the Leafs' goaltending is any better than uh, Detroit's or Ottawa's. So that's where I'm looking. Um, Leafs are also, uh, you know, they kind of play down to their competition. You know, they, they had to struggle to just beat the crack in the night, too. So uh, I, I also play the Coyotes plus two and a half at minus 115 at one place. Uh, hopefully you can find a price like that, but that that's ridiculous. Uh, it's, it's going to be pretty hard to beat them by three goals, I think. I didn't realize the team total over for the Coyotes is plus 140 over two and a half. Over three and a half is plus 325. That could be worth a look with exactly. Toronto giving up four more goals in four straight, including to Seattle, Columbus, and Buffalo. So, yeah, you got to look at that team total there. 
You're not going to hear me endorse that play, but like, uh, if, if if I if I had to say that like that might be a good play, like, yeah, that might be a good play. All right. Right now is the perfect time to bet on basketball, and WinBet is helping you cash. All users can receive a $10 free bet when they win, lose, or push a $20 four-leg parlay on basketball between Monday and Thursday. All users can also receive a $50 free bet when they win, lose, or push four $50 or more bets on Saturday and Sunday basketball games. Weekend bonus play can be used toward all the upcoming college basketball action as well as the NBA. And for new WinBet Casino customers, they're now offering a 100% first deposit match up to $1,000. That's right, 100% deposit match up to $1,000. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with just one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, win. Uh, <laughs> moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again. We have the Chicago Blackhawks against the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston uh, at the Guadin. Chicago money line is paying off plus 225. Boston money line minus 280. Boston on the puck line paying off minus 115. Over under is sitting at 5.5. Uh, over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Uh, I don't know. Like. I feel like maybe Boston and regulation, although it might not be paying off that well. I I would love to take Chicago here, but the Bruins have been heating up lately, man. They've been gaining some ground here in the East. They've been playing pretty well, especially at home. I like Boston. Give me Boston uh, regulation and potentially the puck line. If I had to pick an over under, uh, without even thinking about it, I'll, I'll take the under here. Maybe we got a low scoring game. Who knows? Yeah, you, you want to take Boston here. They're, they're huge favorites, so there's not much value there at minus 280, probably up to minus 300 or higher by puck drop. But, I mean, Chicago has not beat a current top 10 team since they won against Washington twice in December. They won in Vegas when uh, Mark andre Flores making his return, but Vegas isn't a top 10 team right now. They beat Pittsburgh back in November, but, but since then, they have not been beating any good teams. They're 6-11-3 in their last 20 with wins against the Ducks, Oilers, Devils, Jets, Oilers again, and the Red Wings. But I don't really trust the the Bruins to win in regulation around the puck line. But, I mean, if I had to pick a side there, I, I would take Boston to try to – they're back at home, maybe get, in a, get a big win after a, a tough overtime loss to the Kings. So the puck line minus 115 would be my play there. And then for for the total, I'd probably lean to the over. Uh, Chicago is 
scoring and also giving up goals kind of a lot recently. They scored eight against Anaheim, gave up six to Tampa Bay, including three in like 30 seconds. So I would lean to Boston in the over in this one. Yeah, I would like Boston. I would like a lot more, too, if uh, every time I bet them, they didn't freaking win or lose in overtime after <laughs> betting them in regulation. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, you got to look that way. Uh, Chicago is still not a good team, despite hammering the Ducks the other night. Um, but I would look look to the under as well, along with uh, Talon. We got Jeremy Swayman in that. He's been awesome lately. Uh, he's building up the Rookie of the Year charts, actually. So look up for him. Um, and Mark on the floor should get the start in this one, you would expect. So I like the uh, under five and a half there, plus 100, maybe an adjusted line at uh, under six, at minus 125-ish or so. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Bruins, they they don't tend to blow teams out. I mean, other than the Kings the other night, seven nothing. But generally, that's not the case. They tend to play these close three, two games. So under five and a half would be my best look in this one. All right, moving out of the 7 p.m. and good slot again here. Boys, we probably got the game of the night right here. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Uh, Colorado on the money lines paid out minus 110. Carolina on the money line minus 110 as well. Kind of a pick them here. Uh, over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Uh, Joel, take us away here, bud. What do you see? Uh, what do you see your Avalanche doing? Oh, obviously, I like to bet both these teams, probably my two most bet teams of all the season. Uh, but you can only look to the abs here. Uh, I said it before, the Canes defense is a lot of noise in the stats. Uh, I think that they're going to give up more goals going forward, even though they have the best penalty kill in the league. Um, I guess it's moved out of number two now. So second best penalty kill in the league. Uh, but the Avs are coming off a, a stupid loss to the Devils. They never should have lost that game. Up 3 nothing, lose 5-3. Ridiculous stuff. And uh, the Avs are awesome uh, after a loss. So all over the Avs here. Just the, the better team altogether. Uh, just uh, more more firepower. And uh, we'll see uh, if uh, Freddie Anderson is uh, even playing here. He, he's uh, got some kind of issue that's... Undisclosed, apparently. So oh, shocker. <laughs> Freddie Anderson can't play a game and no one knows why? Holy fuck, never heard that one before. <laughs> All right, so that's just another reason to take the abs. Uh, yeah, they're the, they're the bet. I, I already got them as an underdog price, but that minus 110, still love it. Anderson was on the ice today for practice, so he'll be good to go. And I I, I lean to the Canes here. I mean, they're, anytime you get... You get them at home as a pick em price. You kind of have to take them. They're 21-4-2 and two at home. Avs only 18-9-2 on the road. They've lost three of their past four, including against the, the Devils, as you said, the Flames and the Coyotes. They, they barely beat the Islanders after a crazy third period there. And Carolina's had going to have three days off going into this game. So they, they've been rested. They've been resting up, ready, preparing for the uh, Avalanche. And it's going to be the third game in four nights for Colorado. So could see some tired legs there on the uh, East coast road trip. So I think you got to lean to Carolina here at, on at home for uh, minus minus one ten. I'm so torn between this game boys. Like, Holy shit. Like I, uh, obviously these are two teams that we all really enjoy watching. We've all made a lot of money betting on this year. You know, Ryan's leading Carolina. Joel's leading Colorado. This is going to be a playoff type hockey game, man. This is potential Stanley cup final series right here. Like, and with that being said, I'm going to take the fucking draw. We got one on one side. We got one on the other. Give me the draw going into overtime here. I love it. I see a low scoring affair. If I had to lean one way, I would 
kind of lean a little bit towards Colorado here. Uh, they've been looking pretty decent lately. Not lately, but all fucking year long. Um, my biggest play here is the under at six, though. Paying off minus 105. A lot of firepower here. A lot of firepower. But it's like I said at the Nashville-Dallas game uh, last night. This is playoff hockey, man. Well, it will be like a playoff-style kind of game. So I like the under. This is going to be very contested. Uh, I can't pick either way. So I'll take the draw. If I had to lean a money line, I will definitely be on Colorado. But uh, yeah, Colorado, draw, under. It's going to be a 2-1 game. Maybe a 3-2 game going into overtime. and uh, Or I guess it would be 2-2 if it's going into overtime. What is math? Either way, give me the fucking under. Let's go, Colorado. Let's go draw. Cal uh, McCarr shot total, baby. Uh, moving down to 7 p.m. again. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit. Uh, Minnesota on the money line is paying off minus 185. Detroit money line plus 155. Uh, Minnesota on the puck line sitting at plus 120. Over-under is sitting at 6.5. Both over-under paying off uh, minus 110. Boys, is this a trap line or what here? Minus 185 for the money line. Obviously, it's not paying off the greatest, but you know what that makes you want to do? Give me Minnesota in regulation. Red Wings are going to get lit the fuck up here, boys. Minnesota's the real deal this year, man. I really see it. And uh, Christ, Detroit just got their shit pumped by uh, by Arizona 9-2 to at home. So, yeah, give me Minnesota in regulation. It'll probably be paying, I don't know, maybe minus 150, maybe minus 140 if you're lucky. But, uh... Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take the wild in regulation. I don't think a line as high as minus one eighty five can be can be a trap line. I mean, Minnesota has not been great on the road. They're sixteen, thirteen, and two. They're playing Detroit. Detroit. Detroit sixteen and twelve and three at home. So they're, so they're they have identical sixteen and fifteen records on, on away at home. But I mean, yeah, they're playing Detroit. Detroit. I mean, Arizona won to Detroit one one nine two. They lost six two to Florida three one to Tampa Bay. So. You look to Minnesota here. They're kind of improving a little bit over their their past ten games. Even even if they are kind of the record doesn't show that they beat the Rangers five two, get back against the Flyers. So I would lean to Minnesota on the puck line at plus one twenty. Possibly look to the over as well. It's the first half of a back to back for Minnesota, so it could be either goalie. Doesn't really matter right now. Uh, both goalies are playing rather poorly. Uh, the over has hit in four straight wild games, five of six and eight of ten, and two straight Detroit games, five of six and eight of ten. So look to the over six and a half at minus one ten as my best play, and then wild puck line plus one twenty as well. Oh, I'm done with the Red Wings after that last game. <laughs> Losing United two. That's what I get for taking them as a lock. Uh, that said, I can't stand the wild either, but they're just a much better team right now. I mean the Red Wings, they were kind of competitive against the Lightning, but then they got blown up by the Panthers and then, of course, by the Coyotes. That's just uh, embarrassing. I don't want to see them coming back strong in this one. Uh, Wild is just a superior team, like I said. But, uh, yeah, like like Ryan said, better play here is the over. Uh, Wild are, uh, yeah, they have trashy goalies. Uh, 34-19 over to the under. And uh, Detroit is uh, no great no great uh, defensive fortress either. And uh, Nadalkovich is not having a great season with 3.19 goals against average. That is not good. Um, so, yeah, and we got Jacob Vrana back for the Red Wings. I mean, that's something. But the the Wild literally have no injuries. So uh, I like the over here best at uh, six and a half. All right, maybe a topic for another day. But, like, is Nadelkovich bad or is Detroit just bad defensively? Because, like, he was okay in Carolina, but they're they're a pretty solid defensive team. 
Yeah, Carolina made Peter Mrazek look good too, though. So that's a good point. Carolina <laughs> system. <laughs> All right, moving down here to the seventh. That is a very good point. Holy shit! Uh, moving down again to the seven p.m. slot here. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, Philly on the money lines paying off plus three ten. Big dog. Florida on the money line is paying off minus 405. Florida on the puck line, minus 140. Over-under is sitting at 6.5. Over paying off minus 125. The under, plus 105. Ryan, take it away, bud. What's uh, what's the scoop on your Flyers here? Uh, so speaking of bad defenses here, you have the Flyers going into Florida. They're they're red hot, though. Back-to-back wins. A huge Ooh. win against, against Vegas. Carter Hart completely stole that game. I think Vegas had probably five or six expected goals. Carter Hart, just incredible. Made 47 saves. Vegas outshot him 48-21, but I mean it's it's Florida here at home. They're 25 and six, but I, I can't take them at minus 400. I, if I'm betting money line, I'm taking the Flyers at plus 310 or higher, and and just betting on Carter Hart to continue doing what what he's doing. Uh, the Flyers are relatively healthy now, but the two players they are missing are uh, their most important players: Sean Couturier, their top line center, and Ryan Ellis, who was supposed to be their top pair defenseman. So without those two, it's kind of Big, big holes to fill, and that's something the Flyers don't have. Uh, but we've seen Florida lose to some bad teams recently. They lost to Columbus as a, as a huge favorite. And, you know, when, when when that game happened, it was they were huge favorites too. So I would lean to the Flyers on the money line if I'm taking the money line. And But my best plays here would probably be some some uh, shots on goal props for the Panthers. Uh, Sam Reinhart, Sam Bennett, Aaron Ekblad, Barkov, those guys are always good to target. Uh, they have the most shots per game in the league, almost 37 Flyers allow almost 34 per game. Uh, Florida or Vegas got almost 50 on them. So Florida shots on goal props and uh, Flyers on the money line to take a flyer on them. Take a flyer on the Flyers. I like it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, with the line this high, you you can't do it these days. Uh, Favorites aren't performing like they used to. Uh, Used to be a lot to just parlay these minus 300, minus 400 favorites and uh and laugh all the way to the bank but now it, it there's these dogs fighting back right these are the dog days teams are a little more tired they just want to get to the end of the season start the playoffs or go with the golf course so yeah I, I guess i would look to the flyers way but this team is a mystery to me i don't think i've lost money on any team more than i have on the flyers uh, um but uh, they are good at scoring early, it seems, and then blowing leads. So if anything, maybe the Flyers score one or two quick ones and then take the Panthers live. I don't know. I don't have a great feeling of this one. Maybe the Flyers team total. Uh, yeah, Bobrovsky has been a little sloppy of late. So, yeah, this is just, uh, Flyers are nothing, I guess. <laughs> Joel touched on it. Bob's been a little bit sloppy. Uh, With that being said, Philadelphia isn't necessarily the greatest at scoring goals either. And after that performance, we saw it at Carter Hart the other day. I might take a little gamble on uh, on the under here, boys, at 6.5. Obviously, you're asking a lot here because Florida's an absolute powerhouse. Uh, Philly, like Joel brought up, is good for one and two early as well. But if neither of those things happen, man, you know, based off goaltending talent alone, like Carter Hart, He's a, he's a good goalie, you know, and maybe in a couple of years he can be a great goalie. Uh, Sergey Bobrovsky, you know, was a Vesna winner, Olympian as well. I'll uh, I'll take a flyer out on the under at 6.5 here. Uh, I'm not very confident with it, but that would be my only play in this game. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot. Oh, what a banger. 
We talked about the best game on the docket. We got the worst game on the docket coming up. We got the shit Seattle Kraken against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, shit Seattle Kraken did just put up four on the Leafs, so maybe I shouldn't be saying that. Uh, game itself is in Ottawa. Seattle on the money lines paying off plus 105. Ottawa on the money lines paying off minus 125. Over under is sitting at six. Over is paying off plus 100. The under is minus 120 here. Boys, I absolutely love the pesky sense in this game. This, to me, screams like an Ottawa. Okay, you know, yeah, we're not the greatest team in the league, you know, but we got some offensive firepower. We got some young guns that can light the lamp. You know, I'm really hoping my boy Timmy Stutzel just goes off here. Uh, give me the Sens, man. Money line minus 125, especially at home. Their home record, 10-16-2, isn't that great. But Seattle's road record of 7-20-2 is absolutely horrible as well. Uh, Seattle itself as a team is on a three-game losing streak. They are on the road in Ontario. I got to tell you, boys, it's it's been kind of cold the past two days in Ontario here. So uh, maybe that kind of gives them a little, a little bit of chill to the bone. I don't know how warm it is out there in Seattle. But uh, yeah, give me the Suns fucking money line here at minus 125. Who the fuck knows with this game, really? It's just two two of the worst worst teams. Not even the worst teams in the league, but they're they're down there. It's um. I, I thought the Kraken may be a, a good value underdog, but they have one win in their last eleven games. I mean, they, they played oh. tough against Toronto, tough against Carolina, okay against the Capitals, but you know, it's. I think Ottawa does have have more firepower up front. They did just beat the Blues, so they may be uh, maybe riding high there. So I would look probably to to the Sens or just look at look at the under here with both teams really not being able to score too much. But this this is the definition of a pass game right here. Oh, man, the Sens. You know I don't like them taking it, taking them as a favorite, but it's it's a very short line and the the Kraken are not good. Uh, yeah, 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 it's. Uh, not a good game. Not a good game to bet either. Unlike uh, some of the other spots we've uh, we've had, but yeah, I think the the best look here would be the under. Uh, not a team are are great offensively, but uh, both teams can uh, can play some defense. I mean, the Kraken are number two in allowing shots per game, so that's something. That's something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just. Uh, it's going to be a slog, I think. I don't, I don't see either team opening it up, and uh, and uh, going ahead. Uh, they're both going to be trying to lose, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just give me the under, under all the way here. All right, uh, what do we got here? Moving down to the 7 p.m. slots, we got fuck. I scrolled away. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against the Buffalo Sabers. Game itself is in Buffalo. Uh, Vegas on the money line is paid off minus 220. Buffalo on the money line plus 180. Vegas on the puck line sitting at plus 115. Over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Boys, this isn't just a normal game. This is a revenge game. What are some people that have had revenge before? I don't know. Like off the top of my head, like I got nothing. But if you know somebody that has had revenge, this is what this game is. Because you got Jack fucking Eichel coming up to Buffalo here. Game itself is in Buffalo. If anybody's got a bone to pick, it's going to be him. He's going to walk in there with a t-shirt that says, fuck Josh Allen. He fucking is going to light his tits up. 
Give me Vegas on the puck line here at plus 115. Give me Jack Eichel, anytime goal scorer. Uh, and give me the over at six here, because I kind of see the Knights just picking it up and getting ready to roll. And uh, Vegas goaltending has been a little bit shaky here, so maybe uh, Buffalo will pop in one or two. But I love Vegas here on the puck line. Vegas has to be the player. I mean, they're coming off a frustrating loss in Philly where Carter Hart just completely stifled them. We just talked about it. They had five and a half expected goals. I just, I just checked it. And uh, Craig Anderson is nowhere near Carter Hart right now. Anderson gave up. Uh, uh, Panthers beat them 6-1. I'm not sure if Anderson was pulled in that game or not, but but he didn't play particularly well there. He's save percentage over the past 10 games. I think is like 888, something like that. Uh, first half of a back-to-back for Vegas, so you could get the backup there as well. So the over is a good look but i mean T- talon said it look to vegas on the puck line look for some uh jack eichel props i like his shots on goal prop he has four or more in six straight games it was uh over three and a half was plus money last night against the flyers and he put up nine so look to vegas on the puck line on the plus money look for some uh jack eichel shots on goal props and look for the over six it's jack eichel the uh count of monte cristo <laughs> is that the revenge yeah you, you, you never seen the movie or read the book no, I, I, no, I don't read nerdy shit. Okay, okay. Unless it's well. Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he had a sword and everything, and uh, he got his revenge. So, Jack Eichel is the Count of Monte Cristo. Um, as for the game, though, you got to look Vegas' way here. Uh, Buffalo are not good, uh, despite beating the Leafs. Uh, Had to they throw lose that to, in, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Any chance I get. Uh-huh. Yeah, they lose to good teams, bad teams all the time. They're just... Horrible at defending the net, um, and then the Knights. I think they're they're starting to come together, especially defensively. They can they can uh, uh, they they've been a lot better at uh, defending their own net lately. So uh, I, I think the under actually is in play here at under six. Uh, if you can find that plus money some places, um, yeah, Vegas in the under here for me. Uh, we got Pacioretty back as well, so that that's good news for their power play. Um, yeah, yeah, Vegas in the under here. All right, moving down to the last game of the 7 p.m. slot. What's that, like six games at 7 p.m.? Seven games? Holy shit. Uh, last time, you guys, the Winnipeg Jets at the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Uh, Winnipeg on the money lines paid off minus 110. New Jersey on the money line minus 110. Again, another pick them here. Uh, over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 125. The under plus 105. Uh, Jolie, take it away here, bud. What do you got? Uh, well, this is not an under game. Uh, this is an over game all the way. Uh, the Devils lately are, uh, they can't do anything defensively, but they can still put pucks in the net. Yeah, they, they've scored in three. Uh, they've scored three goals or more in the last, uh, what is it? Uh, I'm looking down, looking down. It's only two games since February 10th. They haven't scored three or more goals. And uh, the Jets, they're horrible defensively. Plus, is a good chance we won't see Hellebuck in this game as they're on a back-to-back, I believe. So, uh, yeah, and the, the Devils' goaltending course isn't good either. And, I mean, the Jets just scored, like, six goals on Vasilevsky, so they can put the puck in the net as well. So, yeah, over six, minus 125, I think that's a steal. Yeah, I'm surprised this line is at six, not six and a half. I mean, the first meeting, Winnipeg won 8-4. It was 3-2 after the first period, so they almost got the over alone in the first period. I mean, Winnipeg's had over in five of their past six games. Uh, their one under was against Shesterkin. They lost 4-1. They had 46 shots. Uh, the Devils do not have a goalie nowhere near as good as that. And you said it's the first half of back-to-back, so it could be uh, 
Comrie for the Jets, which is, just makes you take the over even more. On uh, their last 10 games, the Devils have the fourth best expected goals for per 60. Uh, Winnipeg has the eighth worst expected goals against per 60. So you're going to see a high-flying game here. And I kind of like the first period over one and a half as well. It's hit in four of the past five games for both teams and eight of the past 10 games for the Devils. So just look to the over and the first period over too. Yeah, over is definitely the play here. Uh, obviously, we all know Connor Hellbuck is a good goalie. Uh, hasn't been playing that well this year. Hasn't got a lot of support either here. And uh, the Devils have been an absolute train wreck in that. Who the fuck knows what's going on there? Uh, if I did have to pick a way, though, I'd kind of leaning a little bit more towards Winnipeg. They've been shaping up a little bit lately. Uh, my biggest play here, though, man, Pierre-Luc Dubois has been on fire. So whatever his fucking uh, shot total is, if it's at 2.5, if it's at 3.5, I'll be uh, sprinkling a little bit on that. Pierre-Luc Dubois, total shots uh, over for Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, I didn't say anything about the side, but at only minus 110, I love the Jets as well. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there as well, because uh, Nico Heeshear has has missed last game, and he's questionable mm-hmm. as well. So that, that's that's a big loss for the Devils. Keep that in mind. Nice consensus play there, boys. I like that. Here we go. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash SGP. Uh, all right, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. slot. We got a Columbus Blue Jackets against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York at the UBS, USB, UBS Arena. Uh, Columbus on the money line is paying out plus 135. New York on the money line, minus 160. Over-under is sitting at 5.5. Over is paying off, minus 125. The under, plus 105. All right. The Islanders have been playing a hell of a lot better than they started. Obviously, we've talked about it, you know, Bunches on the show. Yeah, they're on like a 14, 15 game road streak to start the year, and that kind of screwed them. With that being said, boys, I kind of like Columbus in this game. They're 10 points out of the playoff spot as it hits here. But you know what? I was listening to an interview with uh, Yermo Kekalainen. He was on a Toronto radio show uh, last week when the Leafs were playing Columbus. And the guy has a lot of faith in this team, and he's brought up a lot of good points. Obviously, the way Patrick Line has been playing too, it's kind of hard to. Uh, it's hard to disknowledge, you know. So give me a, 
Give me the Jackets as a road dog here, plus 135. The Cannon won't be firing because they're not at home, but the Cannon's going to be firing in our hearts. Give me the Jackets, plus 135 on the money line as a dog. It, it is pesky season here, so you have to go with the Jackets. They've had three straight uh, tough one-goal losses to Toronto uh, and Boston in a shootout overtime against the Kings. They, they beat the Devils before that, had a one-goal loss against Pittsburgh. So, yeah, they were they were hot in the uh, beginning of February, cooled off a bit, but I think they'll be able to get it back here as dogs against the Islanders. Islanders, they, they came back against the Avs, couldn't get it done. Uh, they beat the Blues, beat, beat the Ducks, but I feel like the, you said it, the Jackets, they're, they're, they have an outside chance at a, uh, at a playoff spot here. So I would look at the Jackets here as a plus 135 dogs. Yeah, this is, this is a game I'd definitely be looking at the Islanders earlier in the season, but now after being burned by the Isles and being burned by Columbus, I got to lean Columbus's way here. Uh, I'm tired of being fooled by both teams, I guess. Uh, just I like the uh, the plus money as well, and uh, the Owls will be without uh, Barzell, which is their obviously their best offensive weapon. Um, obviously, they have been uh, more solid at the back with uh, Pollock returning from injury. But that said, Columbus uh, are are actually uh, really strong offensively. Um, they're actually ninth in goals per game. That That is uh, somewhat surprising. But I guess not considering how many high-scoring games have been involved with. Uh, and that happens when your goalies can't play for shit, including Merzlikens, who's having an off off year. Uh, um, so I would lean to the over, and I would lean Columbus's way. But uh, I don't think I'll be playing either of these very heavily. All right, moving out of the APM slot here. We got the Anaheim Ducks against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Uh, Anaheim money line's paying off plus 170. Nashville on the money line, paying off minus 205. Uh, Preds on the puck line, sitting at plus 125. Over under, sitting at 5.5. Over paying off minus 120. The under, plus 100 here. Boys, that was a pretty damn big win Nashville had against Dallas there uh, last night. That's a playoff game, man. Like, you know, straight up, that's what it is. Uh, I like the Preds in this. You know, it kills me to kind of bet against the Ducks. Obviously, we all love quacking in the slack. We love the way they've been playing. It's fun. But Nashville regulation, Nashville puck line, maybe even. I don't mind that at plus 125. Uh, If I had to make a play here over under a 5.5, based off goalie merit alone, man. Like if John, no, yeah, if John Gibson starts playing okay here, I'll uh, I'll scream a little bit to it. It's plus money. It's plus one hundred, and it is a it is a low number at five point five. So I don't love that. But the way UC Soros has been lately, man, the guy's been a fucking stud. Even though Nashville put up eight goals against San Jose two games ago, too, I could see this one maybe going under. But uh, yeah, I like the Preds on the money line here. You have to look to the Preds here, but I think minus two hundred five is kind of too big for me to take. Um, they haven't been as good recently. I mean, they had had the big win against Dallas. They blew out the Sharks. So they have won four of their past six, but before that, they had, they're on a losing streak. Uh, Anaheim just lost in Chicago. May kind of be be angry after that, but I don't know if I can look to the under. John Gibson in the, his past 10 games, his save percentage is 862. So maybe it'd be better if Solar starts, but UC Saros has still been solid for them. So if I take Nashville here, it'll probably be in regulation or on the puck line to kind of get better value there. Plus 125 plus odds is never a bad thing, especially with the Ducks coming off an 8-3 loss. So I would lean that way or, or maybe look to the under 5.5 at plus 100. 
Yeah, Ducks overs have been a cash cow for me lately because these goalies can't save shit right now. <laughs> Check this stat out. John Gibson over the past month as an ex- goal saved above average of minus 15.42, <laughs> which is Fuck, five, I I worse, <laughs> five worse than the next one. Alex Delkovich <laughs> at minus 10. So he is not having a good uh, last month here. And uh, he, he kind of gets that's tends to do that in the last half of seasons he does tend to fall off probably because he gets way too overworked in the first half yes. of the um so if he's starting absolutely uh i would be riding that train over three and a half goals for the preds would be my favorite bet in this game um and they they can score too obviously dallas held them in check for the most part but uh the stars i mean they just set up seven goals to the blackhawks so they're not doing things right in their own end so uh, i'm going to take advantage of that with the preds team total all right, heading down to the 8 p.m. slot again here. We have the New York Rangers against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Uh, New York on the money line is paying out plus 100. Blues on the money line paying out minus 120. Over under sitting at 5.5. Over paying out minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Boys, I don't take or don't hate taking a flyer out on uh, on the Rangers here on the road at plus 100. Uh, team's got a road record of 17, 11, and two. That's pretty good. Now St. Louis's home record is pretty decent too, 19, seven, and two. Uh, a lot of those games did come early though. At this point, we're just riding Shesterkin, eh? So if uh, if Shesterkin is playing and and uh, Igor should be in the slot, considering Gorgiev played last night. So uh, yeah, boys, give me the Rangers as a road dog here at plus 100. I like it. If I had to play make or take a play on the over under. Fuck, I don't know. That's tough. I'll pass the over under, but I like the Rangers on uh, on the money line here. Yeah, it, it has to be Shesterkin starting on Thursday after. Uh, I mean, he's not going to go back to back games without playing. So get the Rangers now before that's confirmed, because once that is confirmed, he'll probably go to minus 110, minus 120, if, if not higher. Uh, the Blues have lost four straight, starting with a loss to the Rangers in New York, 5 3. They lost on the road to the Islanders and to the Devils. They lost at home to the Senators on uh, on Tuesday. So. You have to look to the Rangers here as as underdogs. Yeah, like I said, Blues are fraudulent. They're still playing bad. They're losing to bad teams. I mean, the Rangers are better than any of those teams. Uh, although, freaking uh, Shesterkin's like the Tom Brady of the NHL here. I mean, you need to know if he's playing or not, right? You don't want to be going to war with Blaine Gabbert, and you don't want to be going to <laughs> war with uh, Georgiev here. So, uh, I mean, it's no team is more crucial knowing the goalie information than the Rangers uh so for that reason you, you can't really uh bet them early i mean especially because the money tends to go against them because um, a lot of people do do tend to just fade the, that goalie angle if the rest of their stats aren't looking good uh so uh i won't be playing this now but i love the the under actually uh the blues the blues can't score and uh if we get philly who's in that all the more confidence i am in that play uh and of course, the Rangers, they're, they're in lots of under games. They're 20 overs, 35 unders. So that, that's a big split, one of the biggest uh, in the league. So, yeah, under would be my favorite play, especially if we get uh, Shesterkin and Husso in net. All right, moving down to the 9 p.m. slot here. Uh, boys, I said we had uh, the game of the night when I was talking about Colorado or Colorado and Carolina. This one might be pushing it, too. At the 9 p.m. slot, we got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Uh, Tampa Bay on the money line's paid off minus 115. Calgary in the money line sitting at minus 105. Over under is sitting at six. 
Uh, both over under paying off minus 110. Ryan, take it away here, bud. What do you got? I think this is this is similar to, to the uh, last matchup, the Avs uh, Canes matchup. I, I think anytime you can get fl- or the Flames at home as minus 105, minus 110, kind of in a pick them, you kind of have to go with them, especially with Markstrom's going to be starting. And the Lightning haven't been too impressive recently. They lost in Winnipeg 7 4. Uh, they they did beat Chicago 6-3, but three of those goals came in like 30 seconds in the third period. So I don't think Calgary's going to let that happen. Uh, they beat Detroit 3-3-1 before that. All three goals were power play goals, including one empty netter with two seconds left. Lost to Pittsburgh 5-1 before that. So they're not playing all that well recently. Uh, the Flames at home are 16-5-5. Tampa on the road is 18-8-2. Markstrom is 9-1-1 since the All-Star break with a 9-3 save percentage and just 21 goals against in those uh, 11 games, so less than two per game. So look at the Flames here, and you could possibly get a goalie game here with Markstrom versus Vasilevsky, but but I love the Flames more than the total. Yeah, this is the uh, the rare game where you don't need action on it to enjoy it. Uh, We have the Avs, Hurricanes in the early slot, and this in the late slot, so that sets up beautifully. You can watch both games. Uh, most of them, anyway, on the main screen. Um, yeah, this could be a goalie game, absolutely. If Vasilevsky gets a bounce-back game, and uh, Markstrom, of course, does his thing. But, uh, yeah, as for the side, I lean to the Lightning here. Um, they're just awesome after a loss. I mean, over the past uh, past uh, few years, they're 43-13 and 13 in the last 56 games oh, following a loss of three or more goals. So that that's pretty damn good. Uh, there's, it just speaks to their coach as well. John Cooper, one of the best in the league. Um, of course, he's going against Daryl Sutter, one of my own favorites. So, yeah, this is, this is a close one, but I would lean to the to, to the Lightning here. Uh, yeah, that that that's where I'm looking, uh, just the, the better power play. And, uh, yeah, actually, the stats say the Calgary's got the better power play, so I don't know what I'm talking about, but I like the play. <laughs> the Lightning's better. <laughs> This is a tough game here, boys. Like, fuck, if you had to pick one of the two, Calgary coming off a bit of a tight loss against Washington, it it, it was a winnable game, man. Like, they could have won that. I think if uh, if Darth Flatter wasn't in net, obviously that would have been a good win for them. Uh, Markstrom was on the back of back, though, so what do you expect? They can't play him every game, especially with this game around the corner. With that being said, I like the Flames here at minus 105 at home. With a home record of 16-5-5, how do you take that away? This is a Daryl Sutter coach team, and they're playing every bit of it, too. Uh, and, of course, you guys touched on it. Whoop, whoop. It's a sound of goalie games. We got a potential goalie game here at an under six, paying off minus 110. With that being said, both teams have firepower, so it could be a shootout here. But I'll uh, I'll take a gamble on the goalies, man, and ride with Vasilevsky and Markstrom here as well. There's a lot going to be going on in this game. So it's like, oh, where do I take money? Where do I take money? Give me a face-off stat, boys. Opening draw. Don't do this often. Have fun every time we do it. Give me the flames on the opening face-off. They're sitting at a face-off percentage of 51.3. That's ninth in the league. And uh, Tampa Bay sitting at a face-off percentage of 49.9, which is still pretty good, but 16th in the league. Nine's better than 16, baby. Give me the flames on the opening draw. Give me the under at six. Give me Calgary on the money line and give me both teams having fun because this is going to be an absolute blast. That's fucking goal. I just said you don't need action on this game to enjoy it. This fucking guy is out of the face <laughs> Well, just because you don't need it doesn't mean he doesn't have to have it, you know? <laughs> All right, moving out of the 10.30 p.m. slot here. We're heading out to California. Sun's going to be shining. We got the San Jose Sharks against the Los Angeles Kings. Game itself is in L.A. 
Uh, San Jose on the money line is paying off plus 180. LA on the money line is sitting at minus 220. Uh, Kings on the puck lines at plus 105. Over under is sitting at 5.5. Over paying off minus 120. The under at plus 100. Boy, Sharks have kind of been looking like shit a little bit lately. They're on a three-game losing streak. Uh, they got a road record of 11-12-4. I mean, it's not really that far of a road game. Uh, last time these teams did play, though, it was 6-2 for San Jose. So, like, uh, I don't know. Battle of California games, you got to take the over, though. That's a, that's a standard rule, especially a 5.5. Kings can score goals, you know. Sharks got Thomas Hurdle. He's good for at least one himself here. Uh, yeah, I love the over in this game. If I had to make a play, I don't know, maybe LA in regulation, maybe LA puck line. But, uh, to me, the biggest thing is the over here at 5.5. Yeah, you have to take the Kings here. This is almost a game where I'm comfortable laying minus 220 just because the Sharks are that horrible and, and things could get kind of weird here in a rivalry game could get a, get a one goal game or overtime. But yeah, the Sharks are just absolutely awful over the past 10 games. Their expected goals for percentage is 37.76. The second worst is a uh, 44. So that, that's quite the uh, difference there. Uh, the Sharks have had an expected goals for percentage of less than 40 in each of their past six games, including 30 against the Ducks in their last game. Uh, Kings coming off a, a tough road trip, three straight wins, though. It's, it's the first home, first game back at home after the road trip. That's the only thing really giving, giving me any pause. But, I mean, the Kings, they're playing really well. So back at home, ha- have to take them over over the Sharks. In these kinds of rivalry games, you got to throw up the nerd stats. These are just going to be uh, a little wild, wildly contested affairs. And plus 180 is just a line that's too high for me to ignore. So I'm on the shark side here. Um, like you said, the Kings coming back from a fairly long road trip. Um, there's a bit of noise in their numbers and all that stuff, too. So uh, I think that the Sharks can hang in this one. And a plus 180, uh, that's all I want. Um, we got Zachary Sachanko confirmed in net. And, you know, that's oh, a good no. Ukrainian name. So, the saw. He's from Calgary. Saw. I know, but Sachenko, <laughs> right? He's 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 got Ukrainian blood, so he's going to be defending the net like uh, the Ukrainians are defending their homeland. <laughs> I think he's going to saw your fucking hopes and dreams right in half, Nicoli, <laughs> but who knows? <laughs> We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Bengals defied the odds this season by reaching the Super Bowl, but Cincinnati betters fell one game short. Unless you were one of the smart bettors who sold on PropSwap. PropSwappers made huge profits last week when they sold their Bengals Super Bowl tickets. Like Tim from Ohio, who sold his $100 40-to-1 Bengals ticket for $1,500 on PropSwap. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, boys, that covers our Thursday slate. That's a big slate, man. 13 games. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, All right. 
Now, before we move on here, we were going to touch on the Friday games. There's only four games on Friday, and there's been a lot of discussion around the league here about uh, about the Hart Trophy. And, you know, it's uh, it's been a pretty tough contest here. There's a lot of guys uh, in pursuits. We're going to do a segment on that. Now, if you're looking for our Friday picks, we'll say this now. We'll say this again when we're done. Join the fucking Slack channel, man. We'll throw out all of our picks, all four of us, for the Friday slate. It's four games. You know, we'll throw some player props and stuff in there, some first periods, some team totals, all that cool shit. So uh, we're not going to cover the Friday games here. We're going to go into uh, the Heart segment for the Heart Trophy this year. But join the Slack group to get our Friday picks. Uh, with that being said, we'll jump into it here, boys. There's a couple names that are kind of uh, standing out for the Hart Trophy. Uh, first on the docket, obviously Austin Matthews, uh, Connor McDavid, Igor Shosturkin, Alexander Ovechkin, uh, Jonathan Huberdeau for Florida. He's having a great season. And, uh, of course, Kyle McCarr, man. Kyle McCarr has been pretty fucking good lately. I saw a stat that uh, he's having more points than a lot of offensive players in the league this year. Now, the interesting thing about this is we have different odds across, you know, different bets here. So uh, I don't know how you guys want to go through this. Maybe I'll read a fan duel. You know, Ryan can take over Unibet and we'll go through from here. OK, you, just read the read the best odds for, for each the, one. The best odds for each one. All right. So for yeah. Austin Matthews here, uh, currently sitting, you know, he's the favorite, right? He is the favorite. All right. So FanDuel, you can find him at uh, plus 150. Unibet, plus 175. MGM, though, you can find him at... No, man. The, the best the best, no, just uh, the best, the best odds for each guy. Okay. Just for each so guy. Matthew's plus 150. McDavid, plus 300. Just no, Sturkin's at plus no. 200. Well, how, what do you, how do you want to do this? I meant the, like the best as like the, the best value for the better. Okay, so I see. I see. We'll, plus, yeah. we'll do that. I got you. I got you. So we got four uh, four different things we're going for here, four different books. But for the best bet, you can find it. Austin Matthews on MGM is sitting at plus 200 here. Uh, he's looking pretty good, man. The guy's got fucking 43 goals already. Obviously, he's probably going to win the Rocket. Uh, and he's, you know, incontestant for the heart. You know, he's been playing. Obviously, McDavid is the better player. Austin Matthews has been playing like uh, the best this season. Uh, speaking of Connor McDavid here at FanDuel, you can get Connor McDavid at plus four hundred. That's pretty good too, man. Like if they, if obviously, what do we have? Like twenty five games left here. If McDavid goes on a tear, there's no reason he can't be in contention here. Uh, the next two, Jolie, we'll pass it down to you here, bud. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ryan Nat had it all bolded, so uh, we <laughs> fucked that up. Shesterkin uh, <laughs> is a, a plus five hundred. Big bold numbers there. Ovechkin, uh, best odds you can find for him is plus a thousand. Same with Huberto, and uh, my guy Kale McCarr is sitting at fifty to one. Yeah, there, right. there's some value here. I think. I mean, Austin Matthews is now the favorite. We said we said last show. I mean, Joel threw that out. What was he like plus five hundred when you when you bet him a, a week ago or so? Uh, Austin Matthews, uh, plus seven hundred actually. Seven hundred. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, those odds down. plummeted. He's come down a lot. I think there's still a lot of value in, in Shesterkin. He's uh, plus 500 at FanDuel, plus 400 at WinBet if you want to sign up there with our promo code. Uh, he's down to plus 200, plus 350 on uh, other books. So if you can get him at plus 400, plus 500, I mean, he's completely carrying the Rangers. Uh, the Rangers have the sixth worst expected goal, goals for percentage at five on five and the sixth best uh, points percentage. So like without him, they'd be probably out of the playoffs. So if if you're really determining like the most valuable player, a goalie rarely wins the the Hart Trophy, but I mean Shesterkin you have to give him a look especially at plus 500. 
See, I was about to say that exact same thing, man. Like, keep in mind, like, I grew up a goalie. I still play goalie till this day. I don't know if I'm all in on a goalie winning the heart, dude. Because obviously what he's done for this team, you're right. Everything you just said is absolutely right and absolutely incredible. He has carried New York this year. But, I mean, a goalie only plays, like, what, three-fourths at most of his team's games? Like, normally it's hovering around that marker, too. Can he be the most valuable player on your team if he's only playing 60 games? Like... That's a I'm good actually, point. That's I'm mean. I'm glad you brought that up because that was going around Twitter. But if you look at if he plays, so so the, a skater plays every game, so 82 games, but he plays like what, 20 minutes a game, 25 minutes a game, if that. Good point. A, a, goal, a goalie plays every minute of every game unless they get pulled, which Justerkin does does not very often. So, and they have much more impact on the game. But I, I understand what you're saying of can a goalie win it? I mean, the Rangers. I mean, they have Zabanajad. If Chris Cratter's having an amazing season, they have uh, Panarin, Adam Fox. So it's not just Justerkin, but looking at the team stats as a whole, I mean, the record with him and without him is, is kind of crazy. So it's going to really come down to, I think, if Matthews just keeps this pace up. If he just goes completely off, like, there's no reason he shouldn't win it. But if the Rangers are one of the top teams in the Metropolitan with horrible five-on-five stats and, and Justerkin just keeps putting up what's the save percentage it's over it's over 940 at this point it's uh it's i think it's a nine nine or 0. 0.946 or yeah, something not, not, nine, like 942 i'm seeing so oh i mean shit yeah so it's it's shesterkin has i think great value at, fi- at plus 500 but if you can get matthews at a plus 200 or even plus odds at all i think that's worth it too yeah I think for me it's a it's a two-man race i mean between matthews and shesterkin i think matthews is the clear has the clear advantage right now, uh, especially they've got some uh, a few more shitty games coming up for him to pad the numbers. But that's that's why he moved down from plus 700 to plus 200, whatever it is now, is because he's played some bad teams and he can score in every game and put up put up some good numbers there. Uh, but Justerkin, another thing in his <laughs> going against him is the fact that he's Russian, right? And then there's a lot of uh, anti-Russian bias <laughs> going on in the media right now. So <laughs> he didn't fucking invade Ukraine. I know, I know, yeah. but you know, look at Dominic Kasich, right? He wants all the fucking Russian players to get their contracts avoided, <laughs> right? So there's bound to be a few voters kind of feeling that way, and uh, I think Matthews benefits from that, uh, especially given the fact that one, he's an American, and number two, he plays for Toronto, so he's got both markets covered, both nations covered. And uh, so he's got that little narrative going from as well. So I, I think Matthews is the right play here. I mean, McDavid, he took a lot of money earlier in the season. He was already at like minus money, I think, in the first couple of months because he he was getting all the money. And of course, the O's were flying then. But I don't think there's a chance anymore unless he just uh, really takes off and dominates and, and carries the Oilers to the playoffs in a, in a good form there. Uh, yeah, Ovechkin, I don't think that... He's he's got the thing. He's got the same thing going against Mr. Sturkin, I guess, even more so considering uh, his more pro-Putin stance. And uh, Huberdeau, of course, he he, he should be mentioned. Uh, he's kind of an underrated player, but he's got the most assists in the league right now by by quite the distance. So he should be mentioned as well. I mean, I like how you put McCarr in here, but I don't think he has a chance. He's going to dominate. He's going to lock up the Norris there, but I don't I don't see him winning the uh, the heart as well. Unfortunately, you know what? On that note, if I got to say like. I saw this thing on Twitter today. So Kamakar currently has more points. And keep in mind, this guy's a fucking defenseman. Kamakar has more points than Patrick Kane, David Pasternak, Steven Stamkos, Artemi Parnarin, Mitch Mardner, Sidney Crosby, Brad Marchand, and John Tavares this year. 
as a defenseman, man, like that's absolutely incredible. So I obviously, you know, maybe he probably won't win it, but the way Matthews and uh, Shosturkin are playing here, but to be at plus, you know, what is it? Plus 5,000 on Unibet and MGM. I think he deserves a little bit more credit than he's getting here. Yeah. Sure. Just put 10 bucks on it. That's like, it doesn't cost much to be on him as well. I mean, might as well. Yeah, I think I think he's worth a flyer. I mean, he, he's on pace for for 97 points as a defenseman, which that's insane. The most that's insane. The, the most in the 2000s was Burns had 83 in 2018, 19. Uh, Carlson had 82 in 2015-16. But like the last last guy to have this many was what? You got Ray Bork. You got uh, Phil Housley. You got guys in the 90s, like 30 years ago. So like if. If he gets to 100, I could see him stealing some votes just because of, of hitting that mark. But he could slow down at some point. But it's I think the the discussion of is is Makar the best player or the most important player on the Avalanche is definitely one worth talking about. And yeah, he has the he's tied for the 10th most points in the entire league. So if he if he gets up into the top seven, top five, he he could definitely be in the conversation and and worth it at, at uh, 50 to one. It's a good thing we don't have a uh, video going on here because uh, you don't want to see what's going on my side of the table here. here and you He's just all jerking off. Yeah, totally <laughs> jerking. He's jerking. Love it. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, don't, I wish it was almost like golf where you could bet like a top three finish, you know, like maybe he doesn't have to win it, but if he finishes top three in like, you know, a total, you could get some money for that. If he Obviously, gets this many votes. Yeah, exactly. Right. But uh, I think Kyle McCarthy should be getting a bit more love here and maybe defenseman overall. Maybe he'll, uh, He'll change the way that people think about heart voting. Traditionally, it is a uh, forward, you know. Yeah, the last defenseman to win it was uh, Pronger in 2000. And then before that, I think it was uh, Bobby Orr back in the 70s. So, like, See, that's not cool. If it's the most valuable player to the team, it shouldn't just go by points, right? Like if, if Kyle McCarr, obviously he's doing great at points, but like, I don't know. I think uh, they should include more defensemen in that list. Fuck yeah. old time years, though. Um. All right, boys, that, uh, I think that pretty much wraps up our hard topic here, unless anything else you guys want to throw out? Nope. Right on. We'll, uh, we'll move down to our Mortal Locks dogs in total for this episode here. Uh, Julie, why don't you read off where we stand here, dude? Well, you were the only one in the positive, so you moved up to minus 9.67. <laughs> Ryan fell back down into the grave, minus 21.19. Seems like it's very hit or miss with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, myself, I'm barely standing above ground, just plus 0.96 now, just hanging on to that little black space. All right, we're uh, we're cruising along here, boys. Ryan made a bit of a push, uh, not last show, but the show before here. I got a feeling you're going to go on a heater here, bud, because we're both kind of slipping off a bit. Jolie's five, a bit of a fall from a grace. You have one more good week here, and you're right back in the mix with us. Why don't you kick us off here, dude? Yeah, uh, going to try to get hot here. I'm going to kick it off with the Flames here at home against the Lightning. They're just great at home. Markstrom's 9-1-1 since the All-Star break. And the Lightning haven't been that impressive recently. Lost in Winnipeg. Had had three goals in 30 seconds against Chicago that were the difference. So uh, Calgary has the third best expected goals for in the last, last 10 games. So I expect them to get back on track here at home after a loss against the Capitals. My dog, I'm taking the Golden Knights on the puck line at plus 115. Uh, Jack Eichel going back to Buffalo. And Buffalo's last eight losses were by at least two goals, as well as 11 of their past 12. So if Vegas is going to win, it's going to be by at least two goals. And they beat them 5-2 back on February 1st. My total is the Wild uh, Red Wings over 6.5. Nadelkovic is just not good. I mean, Joel read off his his expected goals or Goal saved above average over the past however many games. Wild have been giving up uh, goals as well. It was a 7-4 game 
last time these teams met on February 14th. So give me the over six and a half at minus 110. Myself, I'm going to the Avs. Minus 110 against the Canes. I think that this is just the better team, and we're looking to get bounced back after uh, a bit of a shitty show uh, against the Islanders late and against the Devils. We actually lost that one. Um, hopefully we see more of the team that uh, battled back against the Flames here. And, uh, yeah, that'll be a good one. I, I love that game. I like to have some action on it. So, yeah, as is my luck. My dog will be the Sharks at plus 180. I'm just going with that uh, rivalry factor, uh, being the great equalizer there. Eric Carlson's coming back for that one, too. I don't think I mentioned that. Uh, yeah, so the, he, he, he should be a good for uh, maybe a, a goal or two. <laughs> good for uh, allowing a goal or two as well but uh again great equalizer um my total i think is probably probably my favorite one i should have made this my lock to be honest but the jets devils over six minus 125 um just both teams can score both teams have terrible defense and uh, i don't think we'll see hellebuck and it doesn't matter what goaltender we'll see for the devils all right for my uh for my lock i got ottawa money line versus seattle that's right we're getting pesky i've had good luck betting shit games lately boys and there's been a lot of shit games so i'm uh i'm gonna field one more uh one more little uh one more little money line here give me ottawa money line versus seattle paying off one, minus 125 at home uh for my dog i got minnesota puck line versus detroit at plus 120 I don't know. I just see the Wild actually beating the fucking wheels off Detroit here. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is, you know, another kind of trap game here, but I don't see it. Uh, Detroit, after that abysmal performance they put up against uh, Arizona Phoenix the other day, I see Minnesota just kicking the fucking shit out of them. And for my total, Joel touched on it. Eric Carlson back. He's good for a goal. He's good to give up a goal, too. Give me San Jose LA Kings over 5.5, paying off minus 120. Uh, Battle of uh, Battle of California, man. These games normally go over. Last time these play- teams played, it was 6-2 for San Jose. So I really do like the over in this. Uh, yeah, I'll stick with that, especially at 5.5 here. Uh, boys, any consensus plays or what do we got? I think we had a couple here we like, no? I like that yeah. over. Sharks, Kings. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. That, you, you talked me into that over with Carlson coming back, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think... I think uh, I- I think we all liked Vegas on the puck line, you know, maybe uh, Jack Eichel going in and lighting up Buffalo. Yeah, uh, we all liked Winnipeg there mm-hmm. in, in New Jersey. Uh, I think they're over in that game as well. Joel's yeah. total. Yeah, I like that. Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah, beautiful play. Uh, yeah. We, were on, we were on Columbus, weren't we, too, against New York? Yeah, P- yeah pesky dogs there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Not not a great play, but I think we all said we liked it. <laughs> uh, do we all, all like the Rangers, I think. Uh yeah, I like as the Rangers. Your starts. Yeah, as a dog, road dog, plus one hundred. That's not bad. Yeah. All right, well, uh, you got a you got a couple uh, a couple plays there, boys. A couple plays, not too bad. Uh, I don't know anything else you guys want to touch on here before we go, or no? I'll take that as a fucking no. <laughs> All right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. You know what I will say before we get into this? Uh, we talked about it earlier. For our Friday games, the four-game slate, join the Slack group, man. We will be posting our picks in the Slack, uh, you know, teams, any totals, things of that nature. Obviously, we didn't touch on the four games because we did the hard stuff. But we will be uh, we will be pumping that out in the Slack. So uh, get your ass in the Slack group if you're not in it right now. Obviously, it's an absolute blast. We'll get more to that in one second here. Uh, but like I, I, do, always, I always post most of my picks in there too. So Joel's pretty up. Do more than 
Uh, well, okay, we're not all as great as Joel when it comes to poster picks of the Slack, but we'll see what we can <laughs> fucking do. Uh, yeah, guys, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, that's the place to be. March Madness, you know, it's an absolute blast. Uh, NBA stuff going on. Uh, what's that? United States Football League, USFL is kicking off pretty soon. That's going to be pretty sweet in April. Uh, NHL picks, you know, MLB sucks, so you can't do anything there. Sick golf tournament happening this weekend. It's the players. It's the unofficial fifth major, so that'll be a blast. And MMA is the name of the sport I was thinking about earlier on the show. Not just UFC, wrestling, and tasseling. MMA. So all the content you need there, go uh, go check out some articles, listen to some other podcasts, try and win some money. And like I just talked about earlier, get your ass in the Slack group. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack. It's an absolute blast. I got a feeling we're gonna be we're gonna be banging and pumping out this weekend, man. So uh, do yourself a favor if you're a new listener and you've heard of you know the hype about the Slack group, it's hundred percent worth it. It's free, doesn't cost you anything. Get your ass in the Slack group. Yep, we got March Madness coming up, Selection Sunday coming up too. So. Yeah, join the Slack group, sg.pn slash Slack. You can go to the sportsgillingpodcast.com website under the About tab. There's Slack there. I'll take you there. Yeah, we'll, we'll post our picks there Friday. And also for our uh, daily picks, at least Joel and I, we, we got to get talent on this more. We, we post our picks on the uh, Tally site on the uh, sportsgillingpodcast.com slash NHL-picks. You can go to sg.pn slash picks. Push picks for every game there with locks and stuff. So if you if you want to know every game we're picking, they're normally there. And uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter as well at hockey sgpn. Going to be tweeting out some graphics, some uh, clips, stuff like that. So having some fun there. And leave us a five star rating and review. Don't have a new one for this week, so hopefully get a uh, a new one for net for next show. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey for our Apple feed or sg.pn slash hockey s for Spotify. I got a, I got an unofficial review here. My dad listened to the show for the first time. He was like, he the word for word, he's like, it's okay. So I, I don't know if that's a five star review or what we're gonna give that, but we got an unofficial one. But yeah, man, leave us a leave us a review. We'll read it on air. Obviously, it's a blast. You know, even if you say we're shit, that's okay too. We'll read that. It'll be fun. Don't worry. But pumper tires, we could definitely use it. Uh, shout out to my dad for saying that we're all right as well. Uh, all right, guys. My name is Talent Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talent underscore Jenkins ninety four. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you can find me looking for this damn mouse with my favorite broom. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crush it, baby. That's cool. Peace. Mm-hmm.